Welcome to Bill Roden on Sports. Taking you inside clubhouses, locker rooms, and boardrooms, legendary sports columnist Bill Roden gets inside the heads and beneath the veneer of the men and women who play and own the games we love. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another, yet another edition of Bill Roden on Sports. I think this is destined. Did anybody ever see like the Richard Pryor specials that were on? You know, they become classic. You know, I missed that. Unfortunately, uh, so, well, go back if you, you can find them. You know, anyway, they're on. They're on album. The, yeah, final. You, you can actually get them. So yeah. anyway, but thanks everybody for tuning in and listening. Uh, Jamal, thank you very much. Jamal Murphy is our sports attorney person. Thank you. Great very to much. be here, of course. And uh, Brian Delindic, uh, thank you, our wine guy who who furnishes the world. Well, at least with wine. Eventually, eventually, yes, domination. That's right. (laughs) Thrilled to be here, Bill, as always. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, every day the way our billion-dollar sports industry has come up every day is like something. But uh, today uh, the WNBA playoffs start. Do not turn off the radio. As soon as I say WNBA, (laughs) no, do not do that. Um, The New York Liberty begin their playoff run today. Uh, they, they play at Madison Square Garden. And by the way, for all you New York people, when is the last time, if you're a, a, a fan of bat, pro basketball in, in, in New York, when is the last time you've seen playoff basketball in the Garden? Be honest. At least a couple of years ago. Yeah, at least yeah. a couple of years ago. I mean, so, so, so the Liberty begin a playoff run. And, um, you know, I really, really, A, nay, a I got into the sport because I, I – um, probably like a lot of people, too much in the news media, we tend to just blow off women's sports, particularly the WNBA. And it occurred to me that um, a lot of the mainstream media does to women what it used to do to black folks back in the 60s and the 50s, where black folks just didn't exist. I mean, in terms of if you would read the newspapers, we didn't have babies, we didn't have marriages, weddings, we just didn't exist. And they kind of do the same thing to women's sports well and and because women don't really protest they, so I right. said, you know what let's 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 check it out so we're going to begin talking a little bit about um the liberty and i guess one of my things is at this particular juncture of, of sports it's as much a um a cause you know going to support the liberty going to support women's it's as much a cause as a as a business entity now i know a lot of people don't agree adam silver doesn't agree, and I'm wondering when the last calls he had in his life. But um, let's listen. I, I had a conversation with Bill Lambeer, who is the head coach of the New York Liberty. Uh, he's won already won three NBA titles. Many people may know Bill Lambeer was a member of the Bad Boys. He won two NBA titles right. with the Detroit Pistons. One of the baddest Bad Boys. One of the baddest Bad Boys. Yeah, Bill Lambeer. And, and yesterday. He was um, named, this week he was named NBA, WNBA Coach of the Year. But I had a conversation with him about the issue of uh, the teams like the Liberty not really just having the luxury to just go out and play basketball. They're actually playing for something much larger. Let's, let's listen to this first cut. That you guys are playing for. Yeah, the, the league, the, the, yes, you're correct. What you're trying to say is that there's, there's a bigger picture to yes to the WNBA and how the players take to heart uh, and the responsibility that we all have, whether it's coaches or as players, um, to present not only a quality product, that's a given, you have to put a product, but also the caring part of it. Um, You know, we don't make a lot of money. 
Um, they put forth ten times more than the guys do in the community. Um, and they know that it's hard work. It's hard work to try to establish, you know, the WNBA as far as where it can be. It's, it's grown a lot <laughs> over the years. And I've been in this thing now since 2002. Right. Um, so it's, it's grown a lot. Uh, and it still has a long way to go also. But it's, it's, it's much more established today than it's ever been in the past. So what do you guys think? About, what do you guys think about that? I mean, uh, do you think that 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 there's something larger at stake? That that the women have have got something more on their shoulders? I mean, yeah, they obviously do, um, but I, I just feel like they have to treat it. I don't think they can treat it as a cause at the moment. I think they have to go in there and treat it like a business. They have to create the best product uh, possible. Um, you know, let you and others um, and you know part. Uh, you know, people involved in the administration of the WNBA, let let them handle that. But if you create the best product, you play good basketball, you grow the game, you make the game essential as far as uh, women's basketball, you know, so you can actually compete or do better than overseas is doing because now it's the other way around. I think that's the what, key what do you for mean basketball. The other way well, in terms of you know, you know these players make more money overseas, right. so you have players like uh, Tarasi, other players, uh, even Epiphany Prince. I read in your article uh, this morning. You know she missed the first four WNBA games because she was getting paid by Russia. That's a, so obviously right now that's considered a more important league. So I think the product. Um, you know, you you got to focus on the product, and with that, um, that cause will be advanced. Yeah, I guess. What, yeah, Brian, what do you think? Well, you know, I think they're trailblazers, even though the league's been in in, in business for a while. Mm-hmm. But but like Jamal said, uh, I think it goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. It's it's a fine mixture of cause and and business yeah. because you know the cause is great, but if they're out of business, the cause goes away as well, right? Mm-hmm. They have to they have to. Nail down well, the business end of it. You have I mean, to win. I mean, people, I mean, and, you know, right? This is comp- I mean, and, and as Lambert said, this is this is a competitive New York is a competitive market. It'd be one thing if you were in Tulsa or Iowa City. No offense to anybody in Tulsa and Iowa City, but you know, well, where, well actually, offense, but huh? yeah. Well, what I'm saying is that, and actually, I should quote Bill Lambert because he's the one who said it. <laughs> <laughs> Throw him under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know, he was saying if you were somewhere else, maybe where there is no sports team or something. But here you are in New York, and you know you've got Mets, Yankees. Right. We'll talk about it a little later. You got the NFL, which just devours everything, and in a couple of, of next month, the the NBA is going to start again. So if you're the WNBA and you try to get this foothold, at the very least, I think you're right. You got to win. For us to to allocate resources, you know, when they when 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 the editors sit down in their planning meeting, if you get well, let's see, the WNBA is going to be played for the championship. Well, you got to cover it. You have to cover it, but if they just get eliminated in the first rounds, well, you know, there goes that. But I think the elephant in the room is is the 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 value uh, the value of of women's sports. Um, uh, do you think do 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 men, uh, although women I think are a much larger potential market group, do you think that men just simply are superior? when it comes to athletics. They just are a superior product. And I asked Bill Lambeer a variation of that, and I think his answer was very, very uh, interesting about why uh, men, and even some women, uh, prefer to look at the men's game, particularly in the WNBA. Let's listen. I, I think that the, the, the spectacularness of the guys play, just their physical attributes, lends itself to 
the, 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 the men, the men followers of, of sports, that they wish that they could do those things. Right. And they can't. Right. <laughs> okay, they can't. Right. Um, but a guys would say, well, I can do what the girls are doing. Well, they really can't. <laughs> no, but in their minds, right. it's nothing spectacular. There's no big, you know, it's not a, oh, my God, look what, it's, well, you know, yeah, they're playing basketball. Um, so I think that's kind of going to be the gap between being wowed by flying through the air and dunks and making 35-footers under pressure and things like that that the guys do all the time. And women aren't going to ever really get to that point because it's just not in their physical nature. Huh. So what does that mean in terms of equality? What do you, what do you, so, so now what do you guys think about that? Um, he, he said he talked about the dunks and all that kind of stuff. Do you, do you think that there's... You know, validity uh, in, in that. Yeah, because I think that you know, sexist, sexist. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't bring up women's beach volleyball, so it's okay. No, I, I think that it. That's what they go for. They go for that thrill. You, you're, you're. It's, it's almost like going to a great movie. You're, you're, you're separated from your life. You're separated from your problems. You go to the game and you watch these guys run down the court or, or throw footballs or hit home runs, and, and, and it makes it's exciting. It's fun. It's fun to watch. And I think if the, the women's game isn't as explosive mm. as the men's game, it may take some more time for us to get into that and have that pressure build up where we're on the edge of our seats and we're ready to explode. And mm. I, I think it's, you know, for now, it's, it's the men's game. But Jamal, let me ask you this. You can still watch. We we spent the last weekend. Your Katrina Adams talk about. We spent the last weekend thrilled by women's tennis. Right. I mean, we watch it. Why is it that that seems to be you know we could men could watch women's tennis and uh, to you know we could watch uh, the gymnastics. We could watch uh, the the Olympics. We could watch the hundred meter, two hundred meter, and that doesn't seem to be that sort of divide that there is in the WNBA. Right. Well, I think Lane Beer made a great point, So, and you can't discount that, that men, you know, we want to see uh, things that we can't do and want to be able to dream about uh, dunking from the foul line, et cetera, which women aren't doing, and that we take the women's game for granted. You know, we all think we can play basketball, and we all think we can make a layup or hit a you know uncontested jump shot, and but we're not as good as the women. But we right. just we just fail to see it. Well, because of how men think about right. I mean, so kind of about women. Well, we're just physically right. We're we're, we're, we're we're physically you know better, stronger than them anyway. That's that's our belief anyway. But you know, yeah, I think it's more. Than that, and I think it has to do with uh, specific sports. You know, we watch tennis. You know, I'm a big women's tennis fan. There are a lot. You know, women's tennis doesn't seem to be lacking in any fans. Uh, women's track does fine. So I think it's you know it's a kind of thing where as a society we place you know we, we place restrictions on what we believe women should you know be able to do or what we what we find entertaining or what we want to watch. Um, and it's almost like we're we're creating this you know what is feminine so we believe that women's tennis is feminine enough um, for us to follow it or women's track or even goes into the you know the women's physical appearance and then mm-hmm. once you get into basketball and soccer it's almost like oh you know it's a little too masculine for mm-hmm. me I don't need to watch that right right yeah that, those, those are actually great points but it's a again I, 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 I'm always hesitant to draw parallels between you know the African American history in this country and, and but I think that in this case there are some similarities just in terms of value and how we just there's something that just we're just devaluing and again and I tell my women friends somebody just wrote me uh, texted me this morning so oh, I love that epiphany print story keep it up and I said you know listen until you guys you know let editors know producers know 
that you this is not acceptable, that you cannot ignore, that they're going to continue to ignore. And, you know, that's just the history of struggle and, and that, kind of, that, that kind of thing. Um, we're going to, uh, uh, again, you know, the Liberty open up. Um, hopefully they'll keep winning. Because I, I do think it's a really, it's a good story. Just, right. Number one, you're not seeing championship. You're not going to be seeing championship basketball if you're in New York in the Garden gonna, anytime soon. It's going to be a while. They play uh, Washington tonight, right? Yeah, yeah, Washington. They play at the Garden, then they go down to D.C., then right. they play. And that's, that's pretty good. You know, um, it, it's, it's, it's going to be good. And I think one of the things you, you – I've gone to Liberty Games, and hey, number one, the music is much better, I must mm-hmm. tell you. Uh, it's just much hipper. And the environment – the environment is just a much better environment. And if you have young kids, if you got daughters or, or son, and again, this gets back to my thing as a cause. If you're a father and you've got young girls or even – bring them to the game. You know, just bring them to the game. Certainly, if you're a woman and people are, oh, why are you singling this out? Well, because it's women's basketball. Right. If you right. don't support it, who is? Right. You know, so go to the game. If you're wherever you are, there's a, if your team is in the playoffs, WNBA, go to the game. And I, I guarantee you, once you look at it just as competitors and people, and by the way, I was on a panel the other day, uh, moderating a panel for uh, the Sports Business Journal. Uh, called Game Changers about women empowerment. And Leonard Armato, uh, you should Google him, Leonard Armato, A-R-M-A-T-O, who's the founder of Beach Volleyball and all that. But he was saying that women, in many ways, are as brainwashed uh, about this whole issue, that right. they think men are superior too. Right. But he said that, but then he said, you could take, because I was making the case with the WNBA, and he said, you know what? You could take the best high school boys basketball team and they would beat the best WNBA team. I said, Leonard, you're out of your mind. I mean, that's that's absolutely insane. That, that's insulting and it's insane. I don't even know if you would take, well, maybe if you would take the best, you know, if you would take uh, Kentucky. Uh, who, who won the national championship? Duke? Yeah, Duke, of course. Duke. Duke, of course. You know, could they beat the best WNBA team? I mean, po- I mean no, possibly. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm with you. I disagree on the uh, on the high school, you know, taking the best high school team and beating a W. I mean, the high school pl- uh, teams don't even know how to play basketball exactly. yet. Exactly. Well, they, they beat them, they beat them <laughs> just because of what they know. You know, I mean, yeah. they're, they're, they're not even running plays. Okay? <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I'm not going to go for that. And and that's the, one of the problems, like, pr- to make uh, pr- to presumptively make a comment like that. Right. To say, you know, the, you know, because they're athletic, you know, they, they would just wipe, you know, wipe out the best women's team in the world. That's not true. Now you go up, you go up a level in college. Maybe it's debatable because you know sometimes they say that the the best college team could beat the worst NBA, NBA team, team, and I don't believe that either. Yeah, that's, that's silly <laughs> when people right, say that. Right, but I guess before we go into uh, you know this weekend Mets Yankees series, Uh-oh. I guess uh, yeah, see now see you get everybody starts getting excited. I'm sorry. I was talking about. Hey, I like I like women's softball too. They've been uh, covering that a lot more on ESPN yeah. and all over the place. And ESPN mm-hmm. has, done, done, has, done a, uh, has done a very good job. But I guess my question is, as we leave this particular segment is that do you have to compare anyway? I mean, right. do, in, other, in other words, to, to Serena, for Serena to be validated, does she have to, uh, for me to call her the best tennis player, does she have to play Roger Federer? I mean, no. Does she have to play no. the guy? Does the men have to play? I, I, I think, as, as Lambeer said, I think it's a thing unto itself. It's a it's a niche. It's a market unto itself. Enjoy it for what it is. Right. And, and, 
that that is the way it is. I mean, you're playing against your peers, and that's what we that's how we will judge you. So you know, Serena Williams is the best uh, athlete in in her class. So she's you know she's one of the best all time. And in terms of comparing, it's just like team sports, and just what we were just talking about about you know comparing a great college team to a pro team. You can't do it. They're never going to play each other. It's not. It wouldn't be fair. Um, you have to take it for what it is. The college game is a great game. NBA is a totally different game. Taking you inside the games we love. This is Bill Roden on Sports. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Bill Roden on Sports. Well, uh, speaking about uh, about game, how can we make this transition? All right, we're going to talk Mets Yankees now. Hey, hey. <laughs> you know, uh, you know um, this is sort of interesting. And, and New York is, I don't know how many cities have uh, two teams. Uh, Chicago, Chicago's got the Cubs and the White Sox. Uh, Los Angeles, Angeles right. you've got the Angels, uh, the Dodgers. Um, there's something sort of brutal in New York about the Mets and the Yankees. Um, and, 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 and this year, and, and of course this is great for this discussion because Brian is a dyed-in-the-wool Yankees fan. And, you are and correct, Ju- Bill. Jamal, of course, is a uh, Mets fan. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm a mercenary. I don't give a damn. Really. <laughs> but um, what do you think? I mean, this is, this is somewhat of a pivotal series because, uh, you know, the Mets, they, they've got an eight-game lead. Uh, I'm just I just can't wait to write that column when it gets down to about two. <laughs> Come on, man! Huh? You don't think so? You don't think it's possible they're gonna get it's gonna get down to two? We know it's possible. Huh? We've that's, seen it before, so that's, it's possible. That's why we're trying to get Willie Randolph on our. Uh, right. Oh, that'd be great. Well, we have we have Omar Manai coming on Wednesday. Uh, so, uh, was, he, was he there then? Yeah, oh yeah, he was there. <laughs> he said Jamal. <laughs> I mean, you know, he says with disdain. Front row seat. No, no, no disdain. You know, you know, I just feel bad. You know, he's still paying for that. Really? Yeah, I, yeah, I guess yeah, they got another. I mean, he's, you know, he should be a GM somewhere. He should be. Almost, and actually, Willie Randolph should be a manager. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so w- they Randolph, are still yeah. paying for that. That's right. And, uh, you know, Willie Randolph was a great manager. I mean, he really changed the culture of that team. But you're right, that collapse was terrible. So, so and, I, and I've never, I don't know that the Yankees have ever really collapsed like that, right? They're, you know, and this is actually. Well, against Boston in the ALCS. Oh, yes, that's that? right. Yeah. When, uh, they were up like 10. Something. Yeah, that leaves a bad taste in my mouth still. Yeah, but they've they've got what? How many championships do the Yankees have? Twenty seven, seven, twenty eight, something. Like blah blah blah. <laughs> well, yeah. the good thing about today or this weekend, Jamal, is they're simultaneously competitive. How right. many times does that happen? That's right. That's right. And the Yankees are down uh, three. Right, right. Down, they're, yeah, down three? Three, yeah, and three and a half out behind uh, Toronto. So they'll, they'll they'll fix that by this weekend. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll be a half game out by by Monday morning. They'll be a half game out. I hope so, Bill. Huh? Well, Toronto has to uh, lose know, participate in that. They have to lose. They're on fire. Uh, Toronto is playing so 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 yeah. well. Um, but, but Jamal, just as a as a uh, as a Yankees fan, probably since you know what I mean. I'm sorry. As as a Mets fan, as a Mets You're fan, forgiven. are you going to be are you going to be at the games or? Yeah, I'm going to check one of them out. I'm not sure which one. Probably Saturday. Um, you know, I, 
it's to me as long as the Mets. I mean, it's a bigger it's a bigger series for the Yankees. You know, interestingly, they're like you said, they're three and a half games out, uh, seventeen to play. So there's a lot at stake for them. The Mets are eight games, you know, up on the Nats Nationals with uh, 16 what a, to play. What a collapse. You're yeah, so the, collapse. Na- yeah, the Nationals Nationals. collapsed. I mean, they were, you know, they were probably overrated to begin with. But they didn't think so. Those guys were so – I was like looking at their – those guys are so um, uh, just cocky yeah. with, with nothing. I mean, it's one thing to be cocky. And they haven't won anything. They haven't won anything. And what they're, they're known for, you know, I, I was telling Nationals fans this, you know, midseason, I felt like they were, you know, they were even before the Cespedes trade, I was mm-hmm. saying, you know, the, that the Nationals were there for the taking because they are known for failure too. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been, they've been. Well, uh, Washington. Yeah. In baseball. As you yeah. know, as you know better than anybody. Um, you know, they, they, they're known for failure as well. Uh, you know, even recently, right. they, they've been uh, high Highly rated going to the playoffs and and devastated their fans. <laughs> so right, they, they know how it goes too. Right, last year, right, last year, the last, uh, last they, couple years, it was yeah. like they, it was like a devastating loss. Right, so, right. You know. So you know, I, I feel like you know the Mets. You know, they, they, you know. I think they'll they'll probably win two two out of the three. I think they're the better team, you know, since they got Cespedes. But it means more to the Yankees. Uh, tonight's game, you got Tanaka, who's been the Yankees' best pitcher. That's going to be a tough matchup. But the Tonight Mets, sets the, the Mets counter it with uh, Stephen Matz, who's one of their one of their many young phenom pitchers. Um, I expect him to show up big and and put in a good performance. So it's going to be a show. Yeah, my my concern about the Mets. And by the way, do you think people outside of New York? really care about this? Well, I mean, you have Mets and Yankee fans all over the place. I mean, I wherever mean, you, wherever the, either one of those teams play, I mean, for the Mets, they would be in hiding, usually. Right. When, you know, <laughs> you, but this year, all of a sudden, you know, the, net, the Mets are and good I again. I more Mets Exactly. Catch. I said, you know, you go play, I said, wait a minute, I've never seen, you know, it happens like after the Out weekend. of the woodworks. I saw Dallas Cowboys, we'll get to that segment later. Oh, no, no. I, hey, I, I, how I, about I, them Cowboys? I see, yeah, I know. But I saw, I saw a Cowboys said, you know, after they beat the Giants, all of a sudden, and that's how that's how Cowboys fans are. But we'll get we'll get to that later. But um, uh, any any last thoughts about the uh, about the series? And and uh, are you going to be there, Brian? Are you going? Uh, it's too expensive for me, Bill. I just sell wine. I can't. Really <laughs> You're the wine guy. You're supposed yeah. to be able to you know afford this. So um, all right. Anyway, uh, now let's get to what pays all the bills: football. There you go, NFL. <laughs> right. Um, last th- night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I guess I was watching the Broncos and um, uh, the Broncos and the Chiefs, um, Chiefs play, and uh, I, you know, I kept thinking, is, is, is Peyton through? I mean, I, I think that Peyton obviously is one of the you know great quarterbacks of all time, second only to Tom Brady. Um, but I was I kept wondering, is, 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 is you know is he is he done? You know, he throws a pick. You know, then of course he finishes strong. I mean, right. is it over? It's over, but that offensive line stinks too. He well, doesn't get any help. Well, that yeah. that that's even. And let's be honest, the Chiefs gave him that game. They were winning fourteen nothing, and it's right at the end of the second half, they gave him two touchdowns, and they did it at the end of the game. The Chiefs blew it. Yeah. Well, the Andy yeah, Reid, yeah, the yeah, Andy yeah. Reid factor. That's right. Yet again, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's, you ask, you ask, is he done? Well, he's close to done, anyway. and that's just you know, that's right. just the way it goes. I mean, he's forty years old, so he's obviously yeah. close. Um, he's 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 not the same guy we know that since the end of last season. I don't think he'll ever be that that same Peyton who's just putting up you know four touchdowns a game for you know most of the season but i think the i think 
you know, reports about his immediate demise are overblown. You know, last night he, he threw for, you know, he had a good, decent game. He had a horrible uh, week one versus Baltimore, and he came back this week, you know, three touchdown passes, 250 yards, uh, I think 26 for 45. Yep. De- decent game um, for him. You know, it's just a decent game for him, but I think that's what he'll be, uh, you know, throughout the rest of the season and the rest of his career. Do you career. think he'll ever get into the Super Bowl again? Uh, maybe. I mean, they have a, Denver has a serious defense. I don't think I don't think he's going to carry them right. to the Super Bowl like he used to do. And, and it may be good for them. Right. It may oh, be good definitely. for them that he could just say, you know what, just let me be. He's always going to be an above average. He knows the game. He's, 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 he's like a computer out right. there. So maybe, right. you know, um, uh, I, I was going to ask a question about the Joe. Oh, uh, the Manning, I think, should create more concerns is a man who plays here in New York. Yes, right? who just got that big just contract. Huge. What do you Huge. think about that? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I want to go out to the uh, Jets camp, um, Giants camp, a little later to talk to uh, um, uh, uh, the general manager, uh, Reese, Jerry Reese. But that, that's very bizarre. That uh, I mean, there's a part of me that thinks that Eli maybe has one more. Super Bowl run in him, but somebody pointed out that even when he won the Super Bowl, he's never had a great season from wire to wire. Right, it's been you know he got on his run at the very end, and they got the Super Bowl. Every time it's been at the very end. It's never been like you know from the very beginning to the end. Right, he's been he's great. Yeah, he's had great playoff runs. Right. Had you know pretty pretty good Super Bowl games. Um, With a lucky catch, I mean, each time it was like hellacious catch. I mean, right, like, right. I mean, and he's no, you know, he he has some luck to his game for right. sure. Because I swear I've watched him and he's closed his eyes and thrown the ball deep. <laughs> he's got two Super Bowl rings. He got two rings, you know. But <laughs> and I guess they're, I guess they're paying him paying him for that, you know, a la Kobe Bryant. Because you, you know for I, what you did, yeah, well, for what you did. Because I, I'm, I'm not saying he's washed up. I mean, he, but he is what he is. I mean, he's been you know in the regular season, he's a pretty average quarterback in the regular but let me season. Let ask you this, Jamal. We'll, 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 we'll reopen our, our our baseball discussion. Why why are the Mets paying David Wright all that money? I mean, I, I mean, maybe just think about people who are. Why? I mean, is he really worth it now? Are they paying him for what he did because he's he's going to work uh, in the front office? A little or? of both, and then he's you know the face of the fan. He was the only guy in that team for a while. Right. He was the only guy. So you're, you know you're paying him for somewhat for the past, but you know I would I would say David Wright is better than Eli Manning in terms of when he when he's been healthy. He's, you know, he's how a many rings does David Wright have? Less than two. <laughs> Less than one. Everybody, everybody kills Eli Manning too. I mean, he what? wins. Yeah, you know, it's, it's where you it's where you finish. Well, right? win if the Giants won every game and lost in the playoffs, you'd be just as angry. He throws a lot and of by the way, Mr. Dallas, uh, what the hell are they paying Tony Romo for? I mean, Tony Romo is the best quarterback. <laughs> you know, he got in the two NFL. playoff wins. How can he? How how do you pay a guy who's got two playoff wins? I, it, it is like I told you. I would love his agent to be our agent of this show. Yes, can we find out who that is? Yeah, well, listen, <laughs> well, he's your guy. Let's find out. But, but all of a sudden, if, if he was our agent, he come in and suddenly the people at CBS was, you know what? We're just going to re-up. We're going to just pay you guys millions for the, you know. Anyway, but I. If, if Tony Romo wasn't the quarterback, they'd have zero playoff wins. I don't agree with that. They probably have somebody who would probably, may not be as spectacular during the regular season, but would be great. In the postseason. Well, that's the opposite of Eli then, right? Yeah. yeah. So who do you want? Well, it was, do you want him to win in the postseason or in the regular season? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather have somebody. I'd rather have somebody who wins uh, in the playoffs. Right. You know, let's have a decent regular season, get me to the playoffs, then catch on fire, uh, you know, because, you know, the whole thing is I don't care if you have, like, back-to-back-to-back close shaves during the Regular season, you know, you know, get me to the playoffs. Let's have some close shaves there. Yeah, I, 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 I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. You know, speaking of close shaves, 
here we go. I, I could feel a, I could feel a promo coming out. Yeah, right? yeah. Something. Uh, what what, what you got there? Well, actually, see, you guys were screwing this up. You were supposed to be looking at my close shape. Well, yeah, I did. We did, I did notice, notice that. It. We noticed. Yeah, but you didn't say it on, on, on. You got the you got the smooth uh, goatee look right now. It's yeah, a, yeah. It's well, a new well, look for you. Nice goatee. Here's the thing, and this is kind of this. I'm just telling everybody now. This is going to be a uh, commercial for Bevel. Which has become my new best friend. Which I spent two weeks in Paris, and when I returned, I was really, really happy to find this this gift. It was it was a package from Bevel, and I was like, oh wow, somebody remembered my birthday, and so I opened it and was actually thrilled to find a really nice shaving kit from Bevel. You know, because there was another company I used to go to that would do the whole shave. But but what Bevel sent me was a the shaving cream. Nice shaving brush, the razors, the thing, the, the shaver, and uh, and I, I'm really into that stuff. And and uh, I've been looking for a really good shaving system. And so poof, you know, the, the Lord works in mysterious ways. Here it is. I tried it out. Very excited. Tried it. it was great. The cream was. Great. Oh, you look great. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much. I'm gonna need to check that out. Well, well, maybe if we, if you, if you guys don't, you know, do the right thing, maybe we'll get you send you some product. But <laughs> yeah, that'd be go. I'd love to try it. Uh, but, but, and, and because the good people of Bevel, this episode of Bill Roden and Sports is brought to you is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. I've kind of got both. My, I, I don't know if it's coarse, but it's definitely curly. And my skin is definitely sensitive. So start shaving smarter and say goodbye to razor bumps with Bevel. Check out GetBevel.com today. Use Roden to get 20% off your first month at GetBevel.com. That's GetBevel.com. And just now I read that, but I must tell you that, um, and you know, you know you get into these things as you start doing the podcast and you have sponsors and all that and I was just saying please God have sponsors that I can actually honestly say hey I actually use it and like it right. and that, that is this, this product with Bevel I swear I came back I've been thinking you know I need to shave because I didn't shave in two weeks there get back here's this great gift shaving kit from Bevel I used it immediately it, it was great I don't have like the ingrown the hair and all that it's really so so really this is a product Bevel is a product that I really like and enjoy so um, if you gotta use it, go out and use it because it's 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 great. So that's all I'll say till uh, <laughs> till next podcast. Oh, good, you know, good stuff. I'll definitely try it. Uh, you know, I'm always looking for a good uh, shaver um, to you know keep my face looking nice and clean, now, remember, which, which is, is not this, right now. Th- yeah. You do have a little, <laughs> yeah, little beard going there. You need well, some product. Well, but, some. Not, but, but this is not an electric shaver, by the right. way. This is like the old school because you know, I grew up uh, on Gillette Friday Night Fights. You know, so and Gillette sponsored it with the Gillette Blaze and all that kind of stuff. So I always had a, um, I used to always see my dad shaving and all that kind of stuff. So I do like, although, you know, I, I wear, I like a goatee and that, that kind of stuff. I do like the, particularly as you get older, you know, a really nice clean shave takes like five, ten years. Right. Because um, right. yeah. people don't like to see a whole lot of gray. They think right. it's kind of contagious. Now, using it, <laughs> they do. Using a double edge there, Bill? Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's both sides. Like, it's great, you know, it's a little really, old school there. I like yeah, it. Yeah, very old school. Well, you know, get, getting back to the NFL uh, for a second, some news just came over the the wire. Uh, the Cleveland Browns uh, will, will start, the Cleveland Browns will start uh, Johnny Manziel, Johnny Football. Johnny Football. Johnny football. He gets the wow. week two start, start after it, it, McGow- McGowan. 
That's because he's still yeah. looking for. <laughs> he's, still, he's still looking for his yeah. brains, right? He's, I always, yeah, he's, I always his forget brains, his name. His he can't pronounce still, his name either. Right? Don't worry, yeah, 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 don't, don't worry. He doesn't exactly. know who he is either. Exactly. Yeah. So I guess it wasn't a tough job for uh, Johnny Manziel to win back, but he'll be starting uh, this Sunday. And he actually, they're playing against Tennessee, Tennessee. and Tennessee's mm. quarterback is Mariota. Yep. So for the second week in a row, Mariota. Um, faces a fellow Heisman ah. winner uh, in, in the NFL game. In the second NFL game, he faces a second Heisman uh, quarterback. So let's let's in this course let's 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 make a little wager here. Who do you think? Whoa. Who do you think is going to? Uh, now we're going to wager. Well, should we wager, Brian? Should we wager your wine, or should we wager something dinner? Or dr- let's drink. Uh, a beer or something? Uh, yeah, What's going to happen? It all works. What's yeah, I, I'd love to to wager alcoholic beverages. That's a wonderful <laughs> thing. <laughs> Which we don't drink during the show. You no, may, never, you never. You may think we do, but we, we actually don't. Only after five. <laughs> right. Uh, but I, who, who do you think is going to come ahead? You know, I like uh, I like Marcus Mariota. Threw four but, touchdowns Mariota, last he's, week. He's been looking pretty good, I must tell you, man. Yeah, I mean, Makes us think, great. like, he made Jamal, uh, I mean, what's his name? Uh, James, James Winston. Winston. Like he made it look, you know, it look small. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, 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 made, he made that, he humbled the hell out of Jameis Winston. Yes, he did. I mean, this I, is how you do I was, it. I was feeling bad for Jameis after that. I was like, there's going to be no photos of crab legs after this game. <laughs> I promise you. But uh, Johnny Manziel's always an interesting character, though. You know, he'd be running, throwing, right. spinning, all, all kinds of wonderful things. I think things. this is, this. you know, you normally say, well, let's wait for, and thank you for that hot, that tip, Jamal. No, no it's very good. Courtesy of uh, Adam Schefter. That's okay. Ah. That's okay. That's what he does. That's, yeah, what, that's he makes. what he does. Trillions of dollars, <laughs> yeah, you know. But, but um, Johnny, I mean, I think normally you'd say that uh, a quarterback to give him four or five years. I think Manziel's on a short leash because I think that a lot of people think he doesn't think he could play. But now I think this is it. I think this is his time. Really, I think this stretch is his time. Beginning, beginning, yeah. and he's got he's got a break in a little bit, and he's going against against. Uh, uh, another rookie, right? He got he got a you know somewhat of a pass, not a pass because he gets a lot of criticism, but you know he had that well first, deserved, yeah, well deserved, and he and he, you know, so this is his year. He had the first year he didn't do much his rookie year. Now now he's getting thrown into the fire. I actually thought he played pretty well against the Jets at least at least in the first half when he came in. He threw a touchdown pass right away. Also had some nice scrambles. So I think you know he showed me a little something. Um, there, it's actually Cleveland's first home game. It's their home opener, so it, it should be a raucous environment. Oh, brother, that should and, be and, fun, you know. And Mariota, it's a, you know, he starts the season with his second, um, with his second road game. So it'll be a test for Mariota as well. Yeah, this is fun. So this is, uh, you know, this is kind of uh, we, we talked about gambling and odds and that kind of stuff. So I guess that sort of brings it, that sets us up for selling you guys for some, selling our, our our audience something else. This is. Uh, uh, DraftKings, right? DraftKings. DraftKings, yeah. DraftKings got huge, man. I mean, between well, we it's everywhere. Us, you know. I played it. I played uh, this past weekend, and uh, how'd you do? I, and, you know, not well, but actually, <laughs> actually, my wife played it too, and she won a couple of dollars. And I didn't. Is that gambling? So maybe well, she maybe, maybe she should be on this maybe, podcast. Maybe that's another. We won't. Yeah, maybe <laughs> well. she should be on the podcast. All right, uh, tell tell give, give, tell us the story, bro. Well, Bill, your season long fantasy football team may be going strong. I think you told me that before. But you I don't, don't have, have to wait one. until mine is. You don't have to wait until week 16 to get paid. Put your fantasy skills to the test every week this season at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site. As Bill has said before, actually Jamal is into it very much, right? One-week fantasy means no season-long commitments. None. You know, no commitment. That's the guy. Likes that's guys. Commitment. Nobody likes no commitment. No commitment. We love here. it. <laughs> you get an injured player, no problem. It's like a new season roll, every roll, week. Roll. Well, it's a problem for that week. Well, it's a problem for that week. But the <laughs> following week, you know, you're never stuck right, with the right. same players, right? 
And, uh, well, and get wouldn't, this. Wouldn't that be great in the real world? Yeah, get this, our, <laughs> our listeners of Bill Roden on sports. DraftKings is crowning a new millionaire every week this season. A Whoa. new millionaire. I could use a million bucks, Bill. Yeah. It's a lot of wine. That's a, that's a lot of wine. And, and you better get in now. That's all I yeah, can say. Yeah, you could turn your love of football into a life-changing payday. That's <laughs> what we're all after is a payday, Bill. Yes, Just pick your players, pile up, the, pile up the points, and pick up your cash. That's it. Believe me, you're a wine guy. You've never experienced football like this before. This isn't uh, fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. Hurry to DraftKings.com now and use promo code RODEN to play for free for a shot at $1 million in this week's Millionaire Maker event. Enter RODEN. That's R-H-O-D-E-N. 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 For free entry right now. Only at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. Good. good stuff. Right. Good stuff. Very good. All right. Well, thank you, Bill. Okay, so now, now it's kind of. Uh, I think that's it, right? We're we're, we're done. We, we we've got a great uh, weekend of NFL football coming. Some people say that's oxymoron. Uh, <laughs> that is, you know, football is great. You guys, by the way, before we before we end this podcast, it's been fun. Do you guys have any moral trepidation about you know when you watch football? Do you guys have are you any angst? None, really. I mean, <laughs> I mean, just to be honest. Roll them over. I mean, you know, I watch, and you know, a lot of times I watch, and I'm just shocked that these guys get up, you know. I see some some hits I see, I'm just like, I can't believe he got up from that. And, you know, nowadays it's, it takes a miracle for players to get through a whole season. Well, Manning took a hit in the first quarter yesterday. It bounced his head right off the, off the grass. And that's I mean, it's, scary because, yeah. I mean, he's got that whole yeah, the neck, neck issue, right? thing. You just, yeah. you know, you just pray, like I said, I think on, a, on another podcast, you just hope that, you're, it's not on your watch when somebody actually, when lights go out. I mean, is, is the money worth the scrambled brains? I don't know. Probably. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. I mean, if it's worth it's worth it for the fan. I think we've well, we've proven that. Sure. But, but let's I mean. look at the socioeconomic. I mean, listen, we're, we're, trust me, we're going to let you guys go in just a couple minutes, but we're going to leave you on a moral note. But I mean, when you look at society, and I tell I tell you know people I work with that, particularly for young black men. Yeah, the, the opportunities are not expanding. I mean, opportunities are contracting. And if you're looking at opportunity to make, you know, a few million dollars a year, more than that, when you're 25, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26 years old, and you're, a, you know, a young black man, you're, you know, brown, that's and a young person, it, period. Right? There are not a lot of opportunities to do that. So you figure, you know, uh, I'll play football, I'll play pro football, get a, you know, play college football, get a scholarship. And and you sort of roll the dice, and maybe you know maybe maybe I I think that the majority of people get through this. I I think the majority of people get through their careers without you know having their brains. Well, but you know it's been it's been documented that you know you play football. Those who've played football from high school through professional, even just high school to college, years come off their lives. You know, so uh, you know you you may make it through to some extent. But well, you're going to pay on for how it. hard you play. I mean, I played, <laughs> I played four years at Morgan. Right. The star, I was a starting cornerback right. for four years, right. well, for well, three years at Morgan. Well, there's always an exception. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, although I mean, <laughs> you know, knock on wood. Well, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. But I mean, I also think it's. I mean, people. I, I mean, I, what I loved about it was coverage. 
I was not one of the guys who would be you like. You were like a Deion Sanders. Yeah, yeah, I was exactly <laughs> like Deion Sanders. You were, you were a Deion Sanders. I was like the Deion Sanders. What about, what about, was, what about off the field? Off the, well, I was not like Deion. <laughs> Prime time, Bill Rogan. Not that I didn't wish I could have been like Deion off the field. I was just not cool enough. Right. Anyway, before we go any right. deeper, we'd like Wait. to thank you. No, we're not going any further down that road. Go no, no I just, I, you know, there's a few good games coming up this weekend. You know, Dallas, Phil, uh, Dallas yeah. is at Philadelphia. Dallas, baby. Come uh, on, New Cowboys. England is at Buffalo. Uh, Rex Ryan gets another oh, shot. That's gonna at be a Bill Belichick. That's, uh, that 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 might be a good one. I like I, I like uh, Buffalo in that game. Yeah, they, and they look good in the first week, and then you got. Uh, Why don't we start from the top? Just tell us who you like. So then, then we could kind of go over our. Yeah, I'm, I'm in that game. In, start, start from the top. Oh, okay, so Dallas, Philly, Philly. Just because um, I'm never going to. I like Dallas. I like uh, I like Philly in that game. Philly needs it. They're mm-hmm. on one. They need they need it. Uh, New England, Buffalo. Brian. We already said that. Uh, I, I, like, I, like, I like you know I like Buffalo. You know I'm taking Dallas. Definitely. I think I'm going to go New England. Goes in there. I like Buffalo. Um, Houston is at Carolina. I'm agnostic. Uh, but Carolina. 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 I'm like, I'm like, Cam Newton. Uh, yeah, I'm a Cam I want to see Cam Newton, Cam Newton do some damage. Uh, Arizona at Chicago. I think I like Arizona. Arizona, well, Chicago, but going away. Just for my brother Gerard, right. who's in Germany, listening uh, in Germany. Uh, San Diego travels to Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Oh, I mean, who cares? Yeah, who cares? But uh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati I'll say the home team. Really? Uh, well, Marvin Lewis is my guy. I like there you go. There you go. Uh, we, ten- all this shit, it's, it's personal to me. nothing to do with science at all. We already talked about Tennessee, Cleveland. I'm going to say Tennessee Ruins. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Denzel's home I agree with you, uh, Detroit is at Minnesota. Detroit. Nobody cares. I'll, I'll go with uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Right, Teddy show Bridgewater, something. right. Uh, Tampa black Bay. Black quarterback. People say, wait, is there a little trend here? Yeah, I think there is. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> go ahead. Speaking, speaking of black quarterbacks who I, who I doubt you'll pick in this game, uh, Tampa Bay at New Orleans. They're going to score. Who's New Orleans is going to score 100 uh, James points. Winston. Oh, uh, I don't think he's going to New Orleans. Come on, James. Come on. Show some resolve. Come back. Yeah, well, he needs it. If he does that, maybe you know, we'll start to be believers. Atlanta at the Giants. Giants home opener. Hot mm. Atlanta. Well, I'll be Sorry, I'll be Jeff. at that game, by the way. So you you can't you can't speak on it. Uh, well, no, I'm just I don't know. Let's, let's <laughs> keep going. Uh, we'll San, San Francisco at Pittsburgh. That's a pretty decent Pittsburgh. One. I'll go Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Uh, St. Louis at Washington. I'm gonna St. go St. Louis. Louis. Easy. I will never ever choose until Washington changes right. that racist nickname. Right. I will never ever select. Uh, do all of you agree that that's a, that they have a racist offensive nickname? Uh, I don't think there's any, any I th- question. I think it's time to change the name. Oh, okay. no, yeah, no yeah, question. Producer. Okay. Everybody agrees. Yep. It's unanimous. Um, okay. Miami at Jacksonville. Uh, Miami. Cares? Another who cares game. Who cares? But, yeah, but Miami. Miami I, I'll pick. Uh, Baltimore. I have good friends who live in Jacksonville. There you go. So. Baltimore at Oakland. I'll go Baltimore. I Baltimore. love Baltimore. I, mean, I love Oakland. the city. Right. You don't love Oakland? I can't. We are better. I can't. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's where the home of the Black Panthers. They there started there. You go. So. Seattle at Green Bay. <laughs> Seattle. That's that's a, that's the Sunday night game. Now, that's Seattle. a tough yeah, game. I'm going to take Green Bay. That's a tough game. I'm going to take Green Bay. I say Seattle because of Russell Wilson, but. But if you were like, if we were actually had yeah. money or stuff like that, I said, I don't know. I'm gonna go Seattle because they're 0 1 and they need, you know, it's that desperation. They're in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. You know, uh, Richard Rogers. Sherman had some comments this week. I was gonna ask oh, you guys yeah, comments yeah, what every time. About the, it was about Black Lives Matter. Oh, what did he say? He said that, you know, we have to worry about ourselves first before we worry anybody else. But what did he mean by that? By black on black crime. You know, how oh, you, come on! Yeah. Does they, yeah. I mean, give me a Stick break. Stick to sports. Stick no, to sports. Like we have to worry about it. Give me a break, Richard. You know, uh, does everybody talk about white on white crime? <laughs> they don't say on white on white crime. Shit. Yeah. So was it black on black? Of course, give it. They man. live. They all live together. Oh yeah. God! But anyway, uh, oh, you know what? Uh, I take Green Bay. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, we're gonna end it up uh, with with you know me and Pat's uh, team, the Jets. I'm taking the Jets. The Jets. Are at Indy Monday night. 
Indianapolis, Indianapolis Colts. Monday night. Indianapolis is 0-1. So Andrew Luck. Hmm. That's gonna be. That's actually a pivotal game. You know what? Todd Bowles. I go. I, you know. Yeah. I'm rooting for go the Green. Jets, but I'm, I would pick Indianapolis. I must let fans know that I do not have a team. Right. Seriously, I'm an absolute mercenary. Right. So whenever you're rooting I, for the Mets, to, I, I'm rooting to for the collapse. best story. Yeah, because the Mets collapsing is. is, is, is I, I have I, to say this. I, I didn't story. mean to say that because now you probably get some hate mail. <laughs> well, we just want some mail, <laughs> period. Anyway, hey, listen, everybody, thanks so much for listening to another uh, edition of Road in Sports. Hope you, um, you know, enjoyed, um, you know, enjoyed some of the conversation. It's it's fun. At the end of the day, sports is fun. It's it's it's, it's cerebral. It, it has a lot of tentacles out there. You just heard what Richard Sherman said. He just right. basically. You know, but um, yeah. <laughs> we wait. Uh, look forward to seeing you for another and, edition of Road and Sports. Have a great and go check out the WNBA game, yeah. Madison Square Garden. That's right. Uh, the Liberty versus uh, Washington right. game one tonight, uh, and pay attention to that. Washington's They'll be showing it on uh, NBA TV. That's right. That's right. Pay attention to uh, if you have a WNBA team in your market, go watch it. Go subscribe if you've got a, a young daughter, young son. Take them. And we will see you guys uh, next week. God bless. Take care. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.